Frozen Shows is filmed in front of a live Twitch audience. Hey everyone, it is time to talk about improv tonight. As always, I am your host, Josiah, aka Mahler67, and with me, I have always with me, my bro big, my bad, my bro, Austin, how you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good, how about everyone else? Hey, I hope they're doing good too. Um, Austin, tonight, we are talking... About show, I, I told you to watch, and I was a little concerned at first. I'm like, huh, I wonder if he will like it. I wonder if this will fit the format of the show. And the thing that entered my head after a little bit was, who cares? It's something that I personally enjoy. It's a TV show of some sort. Um, we gonna talk about, it. and that is, of course, Mildage and Schwartz. It is a Netflix series that came out in, I believe, 2020. Uh, mid-pandemic, though it was filmed beforehand. Um, and it's a show that I watched repeatedly over the course of quarantine. Um, anytime I wanted something happening in the background, I found it very much enjoyable. And I hope you did too, Austin. So let's go ahead and move on over to our normal setup. So there we are, our beautiful faces. Everyone sees us. So Austin, out the cut. How are you doing? I was going to ask you to talk about the show. No, I want to know how yeah. you're doing. Uh, no, uh, I'm doing pretty good. I just had a new schedule work. Uh, mm -hmm. Finishing my last week of summer semester. I have one final, which is college final. Mm -hmm. I have an A in that class, so I have to show. I kind of work past it, so I'll, uh, uh, I've been studying. So, Austin, I'm going to say this real quickly. Yeah. Uh, this is, of course, live. Austin, I think your microphone is not going through your uh, lapel mic. Oh, okay. Let me. Because <laughs> you are very quiet. Am I? Am I? Yeah, you're very quiet. Maybe that's better. Oh, so much better. Really loud, though. Yeah, so We're much better. We're headphone users. Oh, sorry, guys, for those at home that don't want to hear me that loud awesome no but i am thankful that yeah. you have your beautiful voice back i'm good to hear you <laughs> actually hear you for once yeah, yeah. no i was yeah. I, I was just saying that like i have uh my last semester mm -hmm. uh well my my summer semester i have my last week this week and uh have a final and all i have to do is really show off but i'm gonna try to beat that final stuff and get it done and then i have to go back to school in like two more weeks <laughs> so for fall semester so yeah it's it's uh getting a little tired you know uh, how many more tired how many more semesters or years do you have left um at the halfway through next year i should graduate oh okay just uh like my recreate stuff oh yeah okay. I, just, I just i went to a, uh, a community college to get all my recreates done so I didn't have to like spend more money because like hence twenty thousand dollars a year compared yeah. to five grand a year. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, hey, so, I wish I was that smart whenever I started. Yeah. So hey, you learn, you live. That's good to hear, Austin. Hey, it Austin, is what it is. Guess what I did this weekend? Something that I've I've wanted to do so much whenever I was little and first watched a show about it, but it is not what people think. You guess what it may have been. 
Can I get a hint though? Cause like. Sure, 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 sure. It's super nerdy. People consider it very nerdy. LARP. LARP. You got it right, Austin. Yeah. This weekend yeah. I got to try LARP for the first time. Though it was different than what people thought it was. Um, this one particularly is called VTM, which is Vampire the Masquerade. Yeah, I know who. I know. Yeah, um, there's a tabletop buddy, of it. Oh, it's a tabletop. Okay. Well, well, so there's tabletop and then there's the LARP version of it too. They mm-hmm. follow the same universe or whatever, but there's different rules. I don't really understand. I'm new to it. But my gotcha. friend uh, Brandon and Jay invited me to the one that they do out in Arnold, PA. And I was like, sure, I'll, I've always wanted to do LARP because... To me, what LARP has always been is people dress up in armor and they hit each other with swords. That's what I thought it was because of like shows and TV. No, yeah. this this is like lot like role playing. Like everyone's in characters and everything. I got to make yeah. characters. It was really fun. It was a uh, very enjoyable, and I got to try it out. And I'll be back there in two weeks to continue. Uh, I was gonna say that they usually have. I don't know if your friends go there, but they usually have large events in mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. Yep and they show up it, it when that happens you should tell me because my buddy brock mm-hmm. here in ohio leads the central ohio warping community oh really that's crazy yeah that's yeah crazy. him and his wife and stuff he's been traveling everywhere when i told him about you know you were thinking about it a long time ago it's like my brother thought about it because he's been trying he calls it heat stick that's okay, what he okay. calls it okay um, i get you and like i was like i don't know what beat stick is and he's like don't tell me that just don't say the word but it's where i do this and i was like larp and he's like stop i don't like that <laughs> word <laughs> i was like but it is live action role play he's like yeah but it's called beat stick so yeah he's it's he's funny. been doing it for like six years now okay so yeah so like essentially the one that i got to try out this weekend was the exact opposite of that there there was like there's like no physical stuff it's all Mm. you like playing like acting out the characters or whatnot which i enjoy because i you know me i like to do voices and everything kind of awkwardly and dumbly so it allows me to to fit that niche and meet a bunch of people who want to do the same it was it was basically D &D, just everyone walking around the place and interacting different ways it was it was enjoyable (laughs) it was fun and the best part about it and i have yet to admit this there's two characters who are vampires who are redneck vampires who make moonshine and to hear them talk in the redneck accents always makes me laugh because they're always like mm, them kindred coming over here just enjoying their uh, time they ain't part of our domain and i'm just like man you guys are wild congratulations <laughs> well Austin, today we're not talking about larp but we are talking a form of improvisation which most people get from D. we're talking about improv Specifically, the show I made you watch, Mildig and Swartz on Netflix. Season one, hopefully there's a season two. I've heard some bad things that there's they haven't been renewed. But I still have hopes because I really enjoyed this. But Austin, mm-hmm. what did you think of Mildig and Swartz? Um, so, so Schwartz, I know that guy very well because I watched the show uh, that he's in, that he leads in, and that's Silicon Valley. And so when I started watching this, you mean Mildage? Like, Mildage is Mild- it Mildage? Yeah, Mildage. Was Schwartz. Uh, nope. Thomas Mildage oh, is who you're thinking of. Huh? Yeah, I am thinking of Mildage. I don't know why I thought I said. Schwartz. I don't know why I thought he was Schwartz. 
But yeah, Tom, yeah, it is Tom. I, I got I've to just well, times. actually, you man. <laughs> so the only reason I ever watched that show was because the guy that created that show mm-hmm. is uh, is Mike Judd, and Mike Judd did shows like Beavis and Butthead and um, um, King of the Hill. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, when I found out he was doing that show, I was like, I have to watch this. So then when you said this, I was like, oh, well, I don't know what this is. And then I clicked and I saw him. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I know that guy. So <laughs> I kind of was like super happy about it because it's like, I really like him. And in like that show, I like to see him do more, um, which, you know, I was. I actually liked the premise of the show. Mm-hmm. And what I like about the show is what they did was they came out and was like, hey, you know, is there like an upcoming situation that you're having, a, you know, you're afraid of or, or you, you know, you're excited for. And, you know, some of the first episodes about a wedding and then the second episode is about law school. And then the third episode is about the guy that is trying to get uh, a job yep. as yep. a photographer mm-hmm. for SNL. Um, but what was super funny to me was they remembered everything and and i've realized that improv comedy especially in this style not whose line is it anyways so whose line was like that huge thing that everyone knows about improv yeah, comedy yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so like if you think of improv you think of two things you think of whose line is anyways or carrot top and you know <laughs> the thing is is with whose line on the other hand whose line they had like segments yeah where like you know there was time but this one was like a whole long segment of just that thing and they would bring characters in and what amazed me about this is these two guys are so good at this that they will remember characters names but when they don't remember characters names it's one of the funniest things you'll ever see in your life it's just it's just it's very well done Mm -hmm. it's it like I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like it. But within the first 20 minutes, I was like, okay, this is getting a little ridiculous. And I loved it. I was like, okay, this is... And, and like, even when I started, like, getting into the new episodes, I was like, or the second episode, I was like, yeah, I don't know how I feel about the law school thing. And then it just gets out of hand. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I love this. Okay, it's getting out of, you know. You know, and, um, and the third episode was probably one of my favorites just because of like the gazelle thing yeah. um i just like died oh, <laughs> man. but you know what what's great is it still had his like uh uh thomas has his has the same feeling that he had with silicon valley like he's got that comedic like dry humor but also too is he can keep a straight face during it yeah and you can tell that like he it, this is I don't know. I, I just have to say that I really enjoyed this mm-hmm. for what it was, and I'm okay with it not having another season, but I'm not okay with it too because I think that they did really well. Yeah. And so, Netflix is in that kind of thing about trying to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I think this is a good comedy special I'd always watch. You know, I, I'd be okay with that. So, uh, a couple things, right? Uh, Mom Markar says they can really think fast on their feet. Yes. yes so, that's true. so Austin, this type of uh, improv is called long form improv. It's an intention mm-hmm. of scenes to build a story and to go out. The improv that most people see when it comes to uh, um, 
Oh, I can't even think of the term like you just said. Specials or shows? No, um, crud. Oh, Billy. No, the TV show we all grew up with. Whose Line. Whose Line. Thank you. Why was that away from me? <laughs> Whose Line is very short-term improv. Like, it's just meant to do little segments of, like, little games or anything like that. A lot of improv schools, because I went to improv in Pittsburgh. I'm still trying to get more classes, but COVID's been a thing. Those are more things that are done to, like, warm up like those little games you play and everything of that sort are, are meant to warm up for this type of improv for more long shows. You, uh, this type of improv, the long form improv, I have to, first off, I have to just tap hats off to them. Cause like you said, they have to remember characters. They have to remember names. They have to remember uh, relative, like people's relationships and you mentioned whenever they don't remember a name it becomes really funny i completely agree because they be, they get fixated on it mm -hmm. um like there's the one scene where uh with amber yeah where he's just like wait i don't think i know who my girlfriend's name is and they're hashing out the name in characters because the one dude's like oh your oh your girlfriend's lisa he's like lisa yeah and your name is, is, is Marie, Marnie. And he's like, oh yeah, my sister's name. And he's just like, wait, your, your parents named you and your sister, Mari? It's like, no, don't worry about it. And I just, it's so good because that is the concept of improv is to be not really think on your feet, but just be in the situation and pay attention. And by paying attention, stuff becomes more naturally funny because you kind of connect to people. It's only whenever you start trying to sit there thinking of jokes that it becomes kind of shoehorned and people don't have as much fun. There's Speaking of which, there's also points where you do something and you don't see how that can have any type of connection. And then later it gets brought back to the forefront. Yeah. Specifically in this show, I'm talking about the ghost. Because that was just oh, a throwaway yeah. thing when he's walking there in um, in the wedding episode specifically. Uh, Tom is walking to the side, and Ben is continuing the scene only to turn to Tom and be like, "Who are you?" And Tom's just like, oh, "I'm a ghost. Sorry." Later they tie it back in together, and when they do, oh, I bust out laughing. Like I, I loved it. Oh, the pastor. Yeah, the pastor. And, well, not even that. But also when it's just like, you want me to prove that I killed a guy? He's like, I can prove it. Puts on the clown mask. I loved. I, I, I floored. Because I'm like, that was an amazing thing that they did in the beginning. Oh, yeah. I got moved over to, to Sab. Same thing with, like, <laughs> I, I thought of you specifically when the little kids started yelling magic and Yu-Gi-Oh at each other. Yeah. Because... Growing up, me personally, I was a Yu-Gi-Oh person, and you got into Magic the Gathering. Yeah. And so uh, I was like, when that scene was happening, I'm like, Austin's, Austin's the Magic Kid, <laughs> yelling at me for liking Yu-Gi-Oh. Stop liking Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> and I'm over here making the kids love me. But yeah, the this type of improv I, I really enjoy. This is the type of improv that you normally see at two-person or one-person improv shows. Yeah. For for instance, uh, 
speaking of whose line is it anyway, I believe it was Colin Mockery. And another person had a improv show together that was like this uh, the, type of stuff. The rich guy. Um, his name's Richard. Um, oh, he always had like the weird, funny shirt. Um, yeah, he, he did a show there for a while that I thought would be pretty cool to go to. Um, because he doesn't really do anything with Ryan Styles, like he he does from time to time, but and Wayne Brady, you know, is on a different level than both of them. Um, Brad Sherwin, that's his name. Brad, that's what it is. Brad, not mm. Richard. It's Brad. Yeah, he's the one with always like the the weird shirt. He always <laughs> plays like the weather guy, or not the weather guy. He always plays like uh, he does the songs with um, with brady yep yep. next to the other guy that does it too but Mm -hmm. yeah 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 so awesome you you, talking about this being a a tv show and everything of that sort of course season two has been they haven't been renewed i have hopes for season two because Mm -hmm. i feel like with today's technology improv is able to be recorded in a better manner especially how they like had so many cameras on them they were cutting between things and making the scenes more dramatic i like um, I kind of equate this back to, um, what's that, what's the musical that took, uh, Hamilton? Mm-hmm. When Hamilton got put on Disney Plus, people were like, how are you going to make Hamilton be able to be on Disney Plus? And they did. Like, they, they took everything, they shot it, they cut everything up very nicely to make it fit. And I felt the same way on this. It was very digestible for a show. And I have hoped for it to get a season two. If it doesn't get a season two, same. I'm sad, but I'm okay with it because they do go on tour around. And all this has done is make me want to get tickets whenever they're in in either Pittsburgh or, or somewhere close by because I greatly, jeez, I greatly enjoy them. Yeah, there's there's so many things about them that I enjoy. So awesome. Let's talk about mm-hmm. some of our uh, favorite scenes, characters, I guess, or, or things that really caught our attention, um, as well as maybe some things we don't exactly like. What, what, what was a couple of those things that you uh, stuck out to you that you'll remember? Heck, even some memes or uh, quotes you'll probably use from now on. If you have any, I have a couple. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. One of the ones that did stick out to me the most was probably the episode with uh, Jason the Alien. Uh-huh. Um, the the biggest one is, I, I think one of my favorite quotes is when he's like, oh yeah, if you're American, because like the guy's acting all suspicious, like he's mm-hmm. a foreigner, you know, he is a German foreigner. He's like, yes, and, so I'm here in America. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm here in America. I've been born here, you know, and he's like, oh yeah, well, if you're from America... What's the greatest? What's the greatest state in America? What's the best state in America? And he's like Maryland. He's like he's from America, guys, because <laughs> that guy, that character is from Maryland. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I thought I thought that quote was will always go down as one of my favorites. So when someone says I'm here from America, or if I hear something like that, I'm gonna be like, what country? What what state do you like? You're mm. American stuff like that, or I'll just be like, yep, he's from America. Um. <laughs> the other thing that I'll do is uh, when I talk to people now about playing magic, mm-hmm. I'll go like, 
magic, not magic. Yeah. I did that today, actually, where I was talking to someone. I'm just like, oh, so you play you play magic, not not magic. <laughs> and like they looked at me like I was going over the top. And I'm just like, it's it's from something. If you ever have time, watch Mildred and Schwartz. And I basically pitched the show to them real quickly because oh, that's the benefit of the show. It's just it's very yeah. quick and very easy to just be like, look, watch it. You'll enjoy it. I know you will. It's it's super enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> It is actually it, it. It's one of those things that I didn't. And and the thing is with the gazelle, the yeah, gazelle yeah. <laughs> is my favorite episode. I mean, my favorite thing of the, all the episodes is when he's like, he's like, now act like a gazelle, and he starts acting like it. And then his buddy comes in and is like, hey, I got the interview too. He's like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I had to act like a gazelle. But then when we got to the part, and he's like, what what part? And he's like, oh, where I had to like pretend. Like, have you ever been like? sexually assaulted by a gazelle it's like did, <laughs> oh yeah yeah you had to do the gazelle part too it's like oh yeah yeah it's like oh, how yeah. how did you feel about the whole having like having sex with the male gazelle he's like wait what he's what? like i i didn't have to do that it stopped before him yeah man me, me neither yeah, man. me neither <laughs> the the thing i like about that is later when they have to do it for the ritual or whatever that they do oh yeah oh uh, and the one dude's like they're like okay dude you turn around. You have to be the the gazelle. He's like, dude, man, I, I already, I already got messed up by a male gazelle uh, earlier. Like, don't make me do it again. It's like, yeah, you're right. You know how it feels. You can do it again. It'll be fine. And they decide to do rock paper scissors. And I love the whole exchange between them, because Tom, who is the guy who had already, is like freaking out. Actually, he's like, I don't know why I'm so nervous. It means nothing. And then uh, Ben just looks at him and is like, dude, I think I'm going to win. I'm in your head. I see what you're going to put down. He's like, I think you're going to beat me too. And they do it. Ben wins. Tom has to turn around. It was, oh, it was hilarious. And that's something that the possibility of that happening was very narrow. But because you saw them act and do everything together, it just made it so much better. Uh, the other thing, the other thing that I will quote. Mm-hmm. Is if we ever get together and there's a rules, mm -hmm. uh, like a rules infringement or something like that, or someone will say something, they'll be like, "No, no, you can do that." And I'll be like, "Oh, okay," but what if it's digital? <laughs> I'll just I'll use that a lot now. Like I'll just be like, "What if it's digital?" You know, like my wife will be like, "Why don't you sign your name here?" I'll be like, "Okay," but what if my signature was digital? <laughs> You know, if you, you do that around me and we're around people, you know what I'll do? I'll do what, what Tom did, where I just get real distant, start looking off in distance, walk over, make myself a drink, drink it down, just turn over to you and just like, if it's digital and there is no rules. And then I just like run. <laughs> oh, man, dude. Oh, there's so many good things. I, I just. That and uh, I was going to say the whole bit. I did not expect it to go anywhere with the law school where they open up the closet and there's this little alien mm -hmm. and it's just, it, he starts going through the crowd and he's like, can I, can I ask for consent to sit? I just like lost it. <laughs> yeah. He's like verbal consent. He's like verbal consent. <laughs> and then like he gets up and he's like sitting on, uh, uh, was it Tom's lap? And he's like verbal consent. And he's like verbal consent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but the part where they they have to sacrifice one of their children to the alien. I lost it. I was mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh. And they're like, 
we should pick the one that is the Yu-Gi-Oh one. And I was like, yes, oh, yes, oh, you should. Because exactly like the father's just like, he's like, we have to give up a child. It's like, yes. And he's like, you know, I, I wish I could say this was hard, but like, you know me, big magic fan. I'm, I'm, I don't even care. Like this is going to start up the whole yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh magic, the gathering feud all over again. Yeah. But, yeah. but he's got to go. I'm magic kid all the way. And I love how they play the magic kid. As being just, I mean, the magic uh, Yu-Gi-Oh kid, Lena's a real nice, loving kid. And then he's just like, oh. Roby, go over there. Toby, get over here. He's like, Emma, wait, Dirkwad. <laughs> they play him as a real... It, oh, man. Oh, man. There's it's, a lot of, like... The, the thing about improv, you have to do a lot of yes ands. And sometimes you're yes and things that you yourself don't know what you're agreeing to that come up later. Yeah. Um, One of those things being is uh the idea of like the the one guy from maryland in the episode who's like i don't like girls i'm not going to like a, a real like beta male alpha male i don't know the terminology but like just a chad like hardcore like girls are inferior to oh, me yeah. blah 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 blah. and then in the scene where they're trying to pull toby back away from jason the alien mm -hmm. and he's just like <laughs> randy grab grab my hand it's like okay man grab her hands like i'm not grabbing no girl's hand and then the one kid's like i toby will be a male buffer between the two <laughs> he's like toby i'm so glad we kept you and just it's things like that like that whole thing they set up with him being like a big uh, i i don't like women blah 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 and then oh, yeah. it made actual use later in the thing with him being like that's a small little hurl they had to come over I, I loved. I liked it. And I was going to say, the other thing that I love, too, is when they, they're they doing, like, the, the interview for the New York Times. He's like, how much, how much, what what does a duty make? And they go in this whole thing about how a duty, and uh, what was it, like, Tom goes to, like, do a fart sound. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And he can't do it because he just grew a mustache. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have the seal. And he's like, that, that, that sounds like a fart with a lot of fiber. He's like, it's he's the like, mustache, sir. It's new. <laughs> <laughs> and like Tom, I mean, uh, like Tom is like breaking character mm -hmm. because he can't do it. And he's just laughing. And Schwartz yep. is like trying really, really hard to hold it back. And it's like one of the best exchange ever. Speaking of which, I do want to talk about yeah. this. You can tell these two are good friends like best oh, yeah. of friends because of the fact that they crack each other up i i think it's so much more enjoyable when you watch it and you know a funny part's coming up and you instead look at the other person in the scene like there there's the scene here when um oh, what's what's his tom does the legally binding thing as he's trying to be the cool teacher if you look at ben schwartz in the trailer he busts out laughing like he can't control it because he just he finds his friend funny and his friend finds him funny and that is what you want in a two-person show uh, a two-person show two two friends just joking bouncing back and forth fantastic uh yeah i was gonna say they they have those exchanges a lot yeah and one of my favorite exchanges is like in the third episode where uh, he's going to go meet what was it like timothy the third yeah and he yeah. gets a phone call and he's like <laughs> go to 42 the first and he's just like oh oh yeah i'm here like the gray car is like oh gosh you're already there <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. It's like, wh- which one, which license plates does it say? It says Goofs One. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like, uh, I just like lost it. I, I'm, I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of people that have great chemistry together. Like, Alan Costello have great chemistry together. You mm-hmm. have, you know, Carl Reiner and Mel Brooks are great comedian geniuses like that. The Three Stooges are. That, like you can tell that they have great chemistry together yeah and i have to say this with middle you know with uh swartz and thomas is like they are really good together like they have mm-hmm. good, good chemistry it's kind of like how john belushi and dan Aykroyd was yeah. you know when those two were together they were best friends like you can tell that these guys hang out on a daily basis mm-hmm. and they probably met each other through comedy probably through improv oh 100 100 percent I, yeah. I I haven't done any research into like what improv shows, if uh, improv schools, if any, they went to. Um, but I'm I'm wouldn't be surprised if they both went to like Second City or something like that, and that's yeah, where they I would met. Think that. um, because that's just that that's kind of how it goes. Uh, you go there, you go into a couple classes with some people. The people who are really into it will stay. They'll graduate, and they'll just keep performing elsewhere, and they'll slowly travel to the West. A uh, couple of the people I, I personally really like to watch is an improv group. They do a podcast called uh, Hey Real Riddle and uh, the Clue Crew. There are three Chicago improvers. And the recently, the third one, Aaron Keefe, recently moved to uh, California. And what, what made me sad about uh, the pandemic probably the most is that um, Second City, not Second City, uh, IO Theater, that's it. It's the like branch off of it. IO Theater has officially closed in Chicago. Oh, so man. I can't go back there and watch them anymore. So I have to hope that a new improv theater opens up that they'll be part of to be able to watch them. Or I guess I'll just have to listen to the podcast only. And that stinks. Um, oh, I like the Yeah. So mom brings up a big thing. You mentioned this before that what they do is they, they kind of like talk to someone in the crowd and kind of get the premise for the show the first the first premise like they they came out swinging in the first um episode of the series with uh the wedding party because just the fact that they got the best man to talk about the wedding that was a crazy it was so confusing i i love the one part where the 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 guy's like, and is your girlfriend going? He's like, who? Oh, this girl? Oh, no, no, she wasn't invited. <laughs> or no, it's like, she wasn't invited. Oh, uh, he didn't, uh, okay. she didn't want to go. And then he's just like, I told you that in confidence. <laughs> and it finds out, it's like, oh, no, I'm talking about the, the party, like the music festival. She didn't want to go. Uh, yeah. And they're yeah, like, oh, she's okay. Not a music person. But it's, it's cool because they take everything that they talk to. The, the audience about and they put into the show you know speaking of um you, you know like you you were like oh the the alien came out of nowhere in the second episode it didn't actually because when he's talking with the girl the first thing she says is like oh i go to school in harrisburg it's like harrisburg sounds like a civil war battle like harrisburg sounds like five thousand lost on both sides <laughs> and she's like no no it's actually pretty cool there's aliens there Oh, that's right. And that's and and you hear like if you wow. rewatch it, I think it's uh, Schwartz says thank you for that, uh, thank you for that gift, and that's how he does it. Small Paul, they really was. 
short Paul. Short Paul, yeah, yeah. It's just like it's yeah, just short Paul. Paul. It's Paul. Man, that must have hurt him so much because he's a tall dude. Like him, <laughs> like pushing his hands up, like to keep his feet like dangling off the chair mm-hmm. when he did that. Man, that that would bore. Ah, uh, man. It, People, it's those little know, things, give, man. Those yeah. little things really make the show like go. Like yeah. the dangling of the feet, them getting on top. I love the fact that they kept messing with each other and getting on top of the uh, stools to force the other person oh, to look. Yeah. It's just like, listen <laughs> to me. You look great. And then force them to run over and get on the stool and everything. It's just like, anyway. <laughs> those are things that people who are really good friends will do to each other in an improv show because they know that they can, can mess with them. Um, you know, speaking of it, Chris Farley, one of the most known thing that most people know is that Chris Farley loved to do that type of stuff to Adam Sandler, you know, in, um, SNL, there's that one, I can't even think of the, it's the, uh, it's the sketches where he's the old person and they're reading the pamphlet. He's an old woman. And then he's like an older gentleman, like her husband Mm -hmm. and they're reading, what is that? It, it's, it's like, like a resort or something kinda, like that. Well, no, it's a it's a review book. It was oh. called Fangus or Fung. It, it was something back in the '90s that was like kind of like the Yelp okay. of like that. So like it would review restaurants and stuff. It's like, oh, the steaks, Hank, and the fries. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> lovely. And he's like, give me cancer now, God. <laughs> like, it's um, the same energy because like she, he, uh, Chris Farley would start grabbing Adam Sandler's leg and you see Adam Sandler so close to breaking, but holding it back yeah. as possible. It just, it, it's that type it's of like, energy that is great to see in an improv show. And they, they have that. Yeah. That's like, um, you know, the same, the same person that does that is Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon is so bad at it. Like Jimmy Fallon breaks at everything. <laughs> yeah. He... They did a song. What was it? Lonely Island did a song. That's when you break. And it was for the SNL, like, I think 40th anniversary. Oh, and okay. it's just, it's a whole song, which I'll, I'll put up in the comments. Yeah. But it's ahead. a whole song of like the SNL cast breaking character. Um, Mm. Uh, and which Lauren Michaels loves, actually, supposedly. Like, the guy that runs SNL loves yeah. that. Which, uh, it's funny, because in their sketch, Mildred and Schwartz, they have a character called Timothy Third that they joke about. He's like, I was about to be, like, Royal Michaels or something like that. Because they, they were going, he was going to make a complete ripoff of yeah. the character, yeah. Lauren Michaels. <laughs> and there's that scene in the car where he's just like, you know this character makes me really nervous because I'm afraid that it's too close. And he's like, what do you mean? For like you or for like whom the bull tells or who the bell tolls? It's like, who is the board tells? He's like, so let's say um, I have web feet and I have a, uh, a bee farm. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm a crazy guy who has a bee farm. Yay. Yeah, bee farm. It, oh, man, it's so many... Yeah. I really don't want this episode to just be us just sitting here talking about all of our favorite things, but I absolutely love this. I could easily well, sit here and just talk about my favorite things of this. I, I know too. And it's short. It's only three episodes and they're an hour long and I powered through them within a day. Yeah. Uh, when I had day off, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sit on the couch today before I do anything. And I'm just going to watch these three episodes because I know what's going to happen. And I told myself this and I do this all the time with shows is I'll watch it. And I'll be like, I'll just do one episode, and then I'll wait. And then before mm-hmm. you know it, I was laughing so hard the first episode, that the second episode, I was like, all right, I have to watch this. 
And I was like, oh, man, I really should go to the post office to, like, send those cards after the next episode because it's the last episode. Mm. So before you know it, I'm on, like, episode three, and I look down. I'm like, wow, it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, so, you know, it, it, it was good. I, I will I will say this is something that I, I'm okay with if they don't make another season, but I'd be okay with them making their season of it. Yeah. Um, it's not Even like, if it's not a Netflix original yeah. thing like if they just do like a youtube series because he, here's the funny thing right you know when i found out i honestly it's been about like six six months or so like after i found out about the show i watched it i binged it i rewatched it at least seven or eight times within the same week um because it's fantastic background noise it's, it's it's like any other great uh podcast that you like that's kind of comedy based Thomas Mildage actually has his own YouTube and Twitch now. Mm. And he does a lot of stuff and he, he's pretty enjoyable. Unfortunately, he kind of puts up a paywall for some of his Twitch stuff. Like you can't watch videos on his Twitch unless you're subscribed, which stinks. But you know, that does it's incentive for people to subscribe to him. Um, but his YouTube is like clipped of him playing video games and everything. He's a big video game person. So it's very enjoyable to uh, watch. I, I do recommend him as a, a YouTuber. I don't know how often he uploads anymore because he's not appearing in my YouTube as much anymore. Maybe because of algorithm, maybe because he hasn't been posting stuff. I just assume it's the algorithm being a jerk bag to me and not giving me stuff I want to see and not more political based stuff. Mm -hmm. But I, I really enjoy it. And speaking of Ben Schwartz, well, I mainly know Ben Schwartz originally from was Parks and Recreations as the worst guy in the world. And then I found out he did Dewey in the new um, DuckTales TV show, oh, which yeah. I loved. I absolutely loved it. I was so sad that it got canceled after three seasons. And I he also... Someone, there was someone else in DuckTales that I really liked too that there, I was surprised with. There's an all-star cast of it. David yeah, Tennant's in it. He's Scrooge yeah. McDuck. Yeah, also, um, the guy who does Albed, Abed. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah. That was him. And then so. Jim Rash does uh, Giz Gizmo, the, the doctor. It, it's, and it's Jim Rash. I. It, they all know each other. Type deal thing. Like one person works with one person. They get everyone else. It's it's very fun. And, and I'm, I'm excited. And one of the things I actually want to see is I know what show you're going to have me watch after this. And I wonder who maybe the certain character gets onto the show at some point. And I don't know. I've never seen the show. I'm willing to watch and enjoy it. And that's why I can't wait to do. Um, I enjoy comedy, as you can tell. This is my forte. I like doing it. Um, maybe one of these days I can be a nice little improv or show person and be able to be on the limelight with them. That would be awesome. But mm -hmm. who knows? Ever ago. But yeah, I just, ah, oh man. This show was really good. I really recommend it. I could talk nonstop about it. <laughs> um, I don't want to just sit here and just talk about it all the time, Austin. Austin, awesome. is there anything you want to talk about when it comes to this show? Or, or what's up with you? Uh How are you feeling? No, I, I think that it's a great show, and I think people uh, uh, that are listening, uh, if you haven't watched, uh, I always say his name wrong. Mil Milder? Mildage. 
Mildage and Schwartz. Mm -hmm. um, you should totally go check this out. It's on Netflix. It's only, you know, a good three hours you could blow through, you know, something that's just funny and improv. And if you like Who's Lying, you'll like that too. Or I think they're way better than Carrot Top will ever be. But <laughs> I've never seen Carrot Top, uh, but Carrot Top's always the butt of everyone. He does joke. improv and prop comedy. That's oh, prop comedy. Thing. Okay, okay. So, okay. But yeah. Well, but past, but past all that. I, since you made me watch this, I'm going to make you watch a show. And when I saw the that Thomas Middleditch mm -hmm. was in this show, I was like, oh, my gosh, have you watched this? And you're like, no. And I was like, oh, no. Um, which we're going to watch one of, I'd have to say, my top five favorite comedy series okay. of all time. And it stars Thomas Middleditch. It stars T.J. Miller, Josh brenner i think is that josh brenner yeah josh brenner martin star uh i always get his name wrong sorry guys it's like camille i mean Najee. Uh, i know who you're talking about i love the guy oh my gosh <laughs> uh, zach woods uh jimmy o yang matt ross like th there's an all-star cast like uh, amanda crew um a lot of people know amanda crew from uh sex drive she was the girl from the sex drive movie that she's friends with the dude she was also in uh what was it like final destination three everyone knows her in that so um you know and 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 uh jimmy o yang just did a stand-up special on prime mm. um and i was super excited to see him but there's so many people that show their face in this in the season in the show uh, T.J. Miller is popular because he did. He was in the Deadpool movies. He played. Yeah, uh, I, I recognize him. Guy. Yeah. Um, and Martin Starr actually has played in multiple Marvel movies because he played in what was it? Uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming, Spider-Man: Far Away from or Far from Home, and he was also in a show that I would like to get to sooner or later because it's only one season called Freaks and Geeks. Um, you know, so there's. There's, there's a lot of people in this cast that I can see, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't for, you know, I, I'm so excited to be like, you know, letting you watch this now because yeah. I'm, I'm super stoked, man. You don't realize how much how stoked I am. When we started thinking about this, I was like, oh man, I was so excited that I started watching the first season mm -hmm. uh, this week, and then you said you watched the pilot, so yes, I was like, oh, I got okay, to watch cool. the first episode, and. I, I mean, I'm, I like the concept of it. I like the kind of attitude of it. Um, again, it's just the pilot, so it could change uh, drastically as most yeah. things kind of do in the pilot. Once it gets I'll its just feet. Say, just, just a sneak preview for people that are listening or at home that have not watched Silicon Valley. This show is about a man named Richard Hendricks that is an engineer for Silicon Valley, ends up building a company called Pipe Piper. Um, and what happens is the funniest things you'll ever see uh, i would have to say of the series season mm -hmm. two's my favorite series episode <laughs> my favorite series. season mm -hmm. um and and uh so you know you watch the first episode so you know these characters but gilfoyle and uh dinesh mm -hmm. are my favorite characters ever they're those kind of characters that hate each other but they're, they're yin and the yang of each other yeah, and some of the interactions that you have is the funniest interactions ever. 
and um i can't wait i can't wait i think you're gonna really like this show um it was one of those shows that like i only watched it because mike judd <laughs> and uh you know there i know a lot about the show like i know mm -hmm. a lot of trivia about the show i watched countless hours on it but there is one thing i have to say so i have not watched the final season of the show yet oh okay so the reasoning why was at the time hbo didn't have anything like streaming wise when the season came out Mm -hmm. uh, so I couldn't watch it and the the way I was watching it before was they had HBO Go and I had someone that I knew that had HBO Go and around the time when HBO Now came out um, I forgot all about it yeah. because I was so upset with Game of Thrones I just decided not to look, you know, look for it, whatever you know, so I haven't watched the last season and I'm just not going to yeah, no, I was going to say, I'm like, if you haven't watched last season, let's yeah. watch it together at the same time, man. Like, let's yeah. get our actual reactions fully on screen. Because yeah, so the benefit of doing our bros and shows is that at least one of us has like a brand new, this is my first time ever watching kind of deal thing. And we can talk about it and that person can be super hyped for what they had or super disappointed for what happens. Yeah. Um, I would love to see how it ends you know if we're both like very yeah. happy or we're sad or, or things like that i think that's fantastic i can't wait for that um yeah and, yeah. and i'm super you know i know my judd can get like a little bit you know you know like you have to have a taste for my judd okay but with this show i would have to say this is the easiest my judd show that you could watch okay that you could get into and I'm pretty excited for it. Now, I will stress this to the viewers at home or the people that are watching our live stream or listen to us on audio. This is, there is some parts that get raunchy. It is a Mike Judge show. Uh, you know, there is drug use. There is, uh, you know, sexual innuendos and stuff like that. Um, that, you know, so, so just wanted to fair warn you guys, this is, you know rated r material in my opinion okay. uh, language is there and stuff but i think it's not overbearing like with it you're not like seeing it every time you're just you know like curse words are everything hbo does so you know um you but yeah the, it. it's fun yeah so the only way you can watch it right now is if, if you have cable or whatever but it's on hbo max and hbo max just announced was it last week that they have their own subscription for $10 a month. And it comes with ads instead of the $15 one, which I have, um, which has no ads. But I'm super excited to see it. Can't wait for your opinion on it. I think you're gonna love it. So. Yeah, I, uh, from the first episode, I'm already liking it. I'm a big fan of Camille because of Adventure Time and because of Harmon's Quest. I really enjoy him. He's hilarious. And I can't wait to see him in Eternals. Uh, I have very high hopes for him there yep. too. Um, yep. But Austin, I think that will wrap us up for today's episode of Bros and Shows. Um, yep. I want to quickly apologize about the Loki upload. I oh, yeah. uploaded it, but didn't schedule it. So it never got published. So it's late. It'll, it'll be basically, it'll come out tomorrow for anyone who's watching us live. For anyone who isn't, um, it will be out the Monday of, and you'll see like, why they wait a whole week? This is why it's because I'm a little dumb, dumb and I forgot. And I just was so distracted. 
Uh, this episode will come out Wednesday, and if you're listening to it now, hey, look at that. Wow, I'm a time variant. I don't know. Um, anyways, Austin, thank you so much for joining me tonight. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that you liked Mel Digin Schwartz, and I can't wait to watch Silicon Valley. For all of you people who have jumped in to watch us and join us, thanks so much for uh, stopping by. I hope you enjoyed it, and we will catch you guys next time. <laughs>